And we're live. Well, welcome to the live stream, anybody who joined us right away. And we're here on Sunday, uh, March 20th, doing our live uh, fantasy baseball draft for Primetime Sports Talk. The one I, I did this one last year, and that's a redraft. Um, we decided to do it again this year. So uh, I can't remember who won. It was it. Uh, Brett Martin won last year, the Angels guy for our site. And we'll see who who takes the title this time, this time around. So I got Johnny Black, who's in the, also in the league with me on the show. And Carson Babidi, he's not in this league, but he is actually doing another draft at the same time. So he'll have some insight on who's he, who, he's, who he's picking during this whole thing, too. So... Welcome, guys. How's it going? We got. I mean, I'll, we I'll, we can also talk about some other baseball news that happened. You know, since the last time we talked. Of course, you guys are Twins fans, so. Correa the to the Twins. Is, the sun is shining. The birds are singing, and Carlos Correa is a member of the Minnesota Twins. It's a gorgeous day for Twins fans. It's been a very interesting off season that has made my head spin at least five times, but. We're here. We got Carlos Correa. I'm a happy camper. I'd be a lot happier if we had some pitching. <laughs> yeah, let's go get Montas now. Well, let's hope. Because going into the season with Sonny Gray and Dylan Bundy as our aces are, is, you know, I, I'm not <laughs> so sure about yeah. that. But I love me some Sonny Gray, but. We need something behind him other than Dylan Bundy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Joe Ryan's going to be the real deal. I think he's fine. You know, but th there's just so much left there as far as the fourth and fifth starters go. I mean, mm -hmm. Bailey Ober, is Dobnak really a guy? You know, and even not, not just the rotation, but even with the bullpen. Other yeah. than Taylor Rogers. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Duffy, who else do we have? We ain't Nobody. Got yeah, it's nothing. I mean, a bunch of bunch of guys in the minors, and you know, maybe this is their time to come up. You know, not so much Woods Richardson. I think he needs a little more time in the minors. But I mean, someone like Balasovich or Duran or Josh Winder. You know, someone, some of these guys could possibly step up this year. Yeah, but the Correa deal really shocked me because I, I really thought the Twins were just going to go young this year and kind of fill in with a couple veterans, kind of like what the Nationals are doing now. You know, the Nationals are sort of rebuilding. They traded everyone away last year. I mean, at the deadline, they traded half their team for prospects and guys who are going to help them in another year or two. I, I kind of thought the Twins were going to go that route. But I guess they're not really in a total rebuild. They're more in a retooling, you know. And honestly, the American League Central is winnable. I mean, the White Sox have a solid team. But other than that, Tigers and Royals might be a year or two away. Yeah. You know, that they, and Cleveland isn't anything to write home about either no. so uh, that division is not really 
out of the realm of possibility for the Twins to take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd agree. I thought they were going to go youthful, but here, here is an oral history of me throughout this entire offseason. <laughs> so the, the, first, the first trade comes along, right, in case you've been living under a rock. The Twins acquired uh, Isaiah Keener-Falefa, and a minor league pitcher whose name escapes me from the Rangers in exchange for Mitch Garver. My initial reaction to that trade was at first it was like, okay, Keener Falefa is a good defensive shortstop. It sounds like he wants to be a shortstop. So that could, that would be a good, good place for, for him. Kind of the similar twins shortstop mold, not a huge power guy, but a very good defensive shortstop and a good contact hitter. But losing Mitch Garver for that kind of sucks, but they must be see a lot of future in a Jeffers and Roadvert catching tandem. And then Sunday night, it find, find out that uh, the Twins acquired Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela from the Yankees for Josh Donaldson and Ben Roadvert. And at that point, I had just gotten out of the wild game when I found out that news. And at that point, I was incredibly confused at what we were doing because, you know, at first it was like, okay, Jeffers and Roadvert could work. And then it was like, wait a minute, now it's Jeffers and Sanchez. Sanchez probably would be more, I thought from the beginning when they acquired him, that, that he would be more of a DH in for us than a catcher. And I know that he would prefer, I think, to be more behind the dish. So that was a little bit confusing in that respect. And then we were back to, well, what are we going to do for shortstop? And then there were rumors starting to come out about how Donaldson was included in the trade and freed up all that cap money. And then in slowly but surely, I was like, okay, something's building here. And I thought it was going to be story. And then wake up the other day. Oh, Carlos mm-hmm. Correa is a member of the Minnesota Twins. And it, yeah, yeah. it was just like. You have to wow. thank the Yankees for that one. Because you, they took on Donaldson's contract. I mean, I'm not even mad about the. I'm not even that upset about the deal. Like at first, I was like, "What is this?" And but then I, but I looked more into it. Like Donaldson is a huge up, upgrade over Urshela, at def, or defensively and offensively. I mean, Urshela oh, yeah. was he's he's been a solid defensive uh, third baseman, but I mean, Donaldson is just that much better. Like, and he he adds an extra power bat in the lineup, which. You know, the Yankees' offense last year was just – they had big bats like, obviously, Judge and Stanton. But other than that, they had to go out and get Gallo, which he had a kind of a down year last year. And so they have – they just have added more power. And if you – know, the big thing is if he can stay healthy. But if he stays healthy, he can have a, a huge year for the Yankees. And just – I mean, kind of for he's not going to provide anything much at the plate – but he, I mean, he can make contact, which the Yankees don't have much contact hitters besides Lemayhu. So, you know, he can be that guy at shortstop to provide defense uh, as they wait before they wait um, for you know Volpe to come up, Volpe and Peraza, or either one of them. So I, I, I'm not even upset. Like there's a lot of Yankees fans upset over the deal and upset that the Yankees didn't make the big splash that they everybody wanted them to. But it's not always about making big splashes. It's just improving, making at least an improvement in which they did with that deal. They improved 
both shortstop and defense. Uh, I mean, both shortstop and third base defense, and got rid of a liability at for the catcher, other than the bat, because now they don't really have much offense at catcher, but still have a lot better defense. I mean, you look at it, you look at all this from the twin side, the, the, all the deals they made, even with even with the Reds getting Sonny Gray. Yeah. I mean, you look at what the twins the twins gave up nothing. They got rid of Donaldson's contract. Fine, they gave up Ben Rodfed. Okay, we have Ryan Jeffers anyway. It doesn't really matter. Khalifa was flipped. Got rid of Garver, who was a free agent after next year anyway. He's thirty-one years old. Jeffers is twenty-four. He's the future catcher anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, and dumping the salary. I, I, I mean, overall, the Twins got better. They really did. They got better, and freeing up the money to sign Correa. I mean, of course, gives you you know that superstar aspect. I mean, we locked up Buxton, so if he's healthy, you know, which is always a huge question mark with him. But if he's healthy all year, and you have Correa at short, I mean, up the middle, it's pretty solid. I mean, third base, we have Urshela. That's fine. We still have Arias. Still have Polanco. We got guys who can play first base. It's fine. Guys who can play the outfield. I mean, the lineup's not an issue. The, the only thing I'm worried about with the Twins is the pitching. Yeah. Sonny Gray's that's that's all well and good with Sonny Gray, but uh, you know, other than that, Dylan Bundy on a one-year deal, and then after that, you have you have nothing. Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober. Yeah, well, I think you know that's about it. <laughs> so, I think though, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Arise was one of the guys if this. If a deal gets done with Oakland, I would not be surprised if Arise was one of the guys that got sent over there for for a potential Montas deal. But the the thing I wanted to go back to with uh, with Correa that I've kind of been able to soften my concerns on a little bit, a pretty key key factor in his deal is that he does have those two opt-outs after year one and year two. And my initial concerns with that were kind of, okay, now that we have Correa, if he can opt out at the end of this year, you really just kind of have to go for it here. And so now I was hoping that things would start getting a little more aggressive on the Montas trade front, which I haven't seen that they have. But on the other side, it's also, okay, it's a nice kind of little bridge deal. Give some time for some of the younger shortstops that we have to, to get ready to come up because we have a plethora of young shortstops, including, you know, Royce Lewis and Austin Martin, if he, if they choose to play him there, but it gives, it gives us the star power in Correa. If he ends up exercising his opt out in either one of those years, you know, who knows, maybe Lewis or Martin or somebody else will be ready to come in and play that position. Yeah. There's gotta be something up with his medicals that it's causing that like, Nobody wanted to go long term with him, and you know the opt outs after the first two years. It's definitely, it's definitely kind of a concern. He's, I mean, he's got to prove, prove himself. That he's... We are moments away from the most important. Why are you yelling at me? Ah, is that ESP? Oh my god, is that the no, draft that's, thing? Yeah, it's Yahoo's draft thing. I thought I had turned the draft sounds off, but. 
for some reason it had another video that just popped up on my screen and started playing. But what was I saying? Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, well. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen. All of a sudden, it just popped up. And I was like, ah. I mean, uh, I was going to say, like, he's just got to he's got to go out there and prove he's healthy. I, I kind of feel like he will opt out if he's if he goes out and proves that he can be healthy and put up big numbers. So opt out because he wants a bigger, a longer deal. But it was just all about that. Really just kind of a like nobody was really looking to go long term with him right now. But until he proves it that like that he can stay healthy and stay on the field for a whole season. Well, he was he was pretty healthy last year, yeah. and the thing with Correa is, I mean, honestly, when he's healthy, he's probably the best shortstop in the major leagues mm-hmm. overall. He's got playoff experience. Uh, the Astros have been to the playoffs the last five years in a row, made it deep into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was a good it was a good deal. It's a good deal for the Twins too because it's not a long it's not a long term deal. They're not locked into seven eight years. Of somebody making thirty million a year. Welcome, Welcome to the, the best, best day of the year, draft day. Uh, all... ah, guess okay. they had their eye on him too. <laughs> draft is starting, so that's why it's making noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad it's not. Oh, well, I've, I've already got a very interesting uh, talking point. In first overall in my draft, the first overall pick was Garrett Cole. Okay, interesting. That is very interesting. I don't know. That's um, that's a choice. That is a choice. That's a little surprising. Yeah, I wouldn't go with him number one for sure. Mike Trout just went fifth. Well, Marcos is on the clock for our league. Shohei off the board number one already, so... Wow, we were talking about it before before we uh, went on air that um, potentially Tatis would get s- people scared away, but he just went sixth in my league. Mm. Wow. One one thing you guys will learn about my league, it's there's a lot of picks that you that are going to kind of make you scratch your head. Yeah. Well, you said it's a a keeper league though too, right? No, it's just a standard oh. league. Oh, Whoa. I thought you said it was a keeper league. Well, Bo Bichette, come on down. Please and thank you. Ah, guess they had their eye on him, too. Juan Soto's the second pick. I got Bo Bichette at eight. Now I'm debating between Ramirez and Acuna at nine. I'm going to turn the sound. It's annoying every time I hear it. It says, ah, I guess they had an eye on them, too. Every time they pick someone in my queue. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. I think I'm going to take Ramirez. I'm just too scared about Acuna and his health. Oh, yeah. Damn, I don't think any – I think a lot of people in this yeah. draft right now are just – are not even in there, just auto-drafting. Yeah, probably. I'm going to take Ramirez. All right. First two picks, Bo Bichette and Jose Ramirez. I will take that. There you go.
I should have made this like a, a minute for pick instead of a minute and a half. Yeah, ours is ours is I think a minute and a half, but in our league, guys go by go pretty quickly. Like we're we're into pick number twelve now. I think there's like three people in here right now, or four maybe, out of ten teams. Yeah, it's gonna tick down. Me, at least it's only a minute and a half. At least it's not a. At least it's not a slow draft. Oh, <laughs> you have to wait four hours for somebody. <laughs> imagine, imagine doing like a, a slow draft live the, like the whole time. <laughs> Let's see Ooh, here. Interesting. I, I'm up now. Let's see. We got Vlad there, Jose Ramirez, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper. I mean, if yeah. Vlad's there, I think you got to take Vlad. Yeah, I'm just, I was leaning that way too. I'm going Vlad. He's going to have a, a humongous year this year. Yep. I mean, and he's a good home run guy to start your team with. Yep. I got first base out of the way now. And, of course, DH, so I can I can move him around a little bit if I need somebody else at first. Trey Turner just went now. Oh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny picked Trey Turner. What team is the GOAT? I like getting guys, especially early, guys who will give you home runs and stolen bases. Mm -hmm. Give you a little bit of both. I like going for those those potential like 2020 guys. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Because they give, they give you everything. They give you all the categories. You know, someone like Trey Turner – He's yeah. probably going to be batting second in the Dodgers lineup. I mean, between Betts and Freeman. Uh, how can you go wrong <laughs> with that? We got our first pitcher. Oh, no, we didn't. Never mind. Gary Cole actually went third in our league. I didn't even realize. Ooh, things, in this, things in my league are moving faster. Pick 21. Walker Bueller to, the, to uh, Cameron at six. Walker Bueller went 12th here. Oh. Well, he's also a Dodgers fan, so I think that's probably why he went him. <laughs> yeah, Freddie Freeman just went 19th. Speaking of, the mm -hmm. Dodgers are so stacked. The Dodgers are, oh, my God. Like, you can literally have – you can draft any of the bats in their lineup. So – I'm still very confused. I feel like I'm still kind of confused why Atlanta traded for Olsen when they probably easily could have had Freeman back. Yeah, I thought they would have because he's, I mean, he's a fan favorite and everything. I know Olsen's obviously younger and I probably has the better future ahead of him, but I, I feel like you, I don't know, kind of it's just a kick in the nuts to a fan, one of the, like a franchise player like Freeman. And it feels like they gave up a lot. Yeah, they did. Like, man, you you better hope if you're if you're the Braves, you better hope this this works out in your favor. Jose Ramirez off the board. Seventh. Ooh, I could get Ozzy Albies. 
Bryce Harper at gone at eight. Let's see. Oh, I do still need a second baseman. Perfect. Ozzy Albies, come on down. There you go. That's a good one. Damn, Carson, you fell in your infield. My infield is stacked. Yeah, yeah. It's Albies funny because in the in the uh, TGFBI on on the uh, NFBC, what they do every year. This is like my fourth year in it. But Justin Mason runs it and stuff. Mm -hmm. I got. I actually took Albies in the first round, eleventh overall. Wow. I like Albies a lot. Thirty home runs, twenty stolen bases last year. The guy hits in that lineup. And granted, they don't have Freeman, but they have Olsen. And they still have Acuna. So, I mean, the guy bats what? Second? <laughs> In that lineup? <laughs> Lead off? I mean, you know, he's going he's gonna to put up numbers. Oh, yeah. People look at Albies, and I, I think they forget about him a little bit. Because of the superstar power that's out there. Yeah, Albies doesn't strike anyone as like a superstar. Because you have Acuna and Freeman in Atlanta, you had you know you had Freeman last year. But I mean, I, I think sometimes some of these guys go a little bit forgotten of how good they actually are because they're just not talked about as much. Yeah. And that's why I think Albie's fits that fits that mold. And the Braves have him for cheap, too, right now. Oh, yeah. He's cheap. Acuna's cheap. That's why it surprises me, too, that they didn't just re-sign Freeman. Yeah. Just give him the six years. I mean, what the hell? Is he going to kill you? And not only that, their pitching staff is cheap. Oh, yeah. All their pitchers are, you know, rookie deals. Pre-arbitration, even heading into arbitration. I mean, Freed, Soroka, Ian Anderson. Like all these guys are young and cheap. Spend the money on someone like Freeman and keep him there. And they did give up a lot. Although, looking at what they, looking at what they did give up, I, I like Cusick a lot. Langoliers, I'm not too sold on. I like him somewhat. I'm not a big fan of Christian Pash. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think they really I don't think they really destroyed their farm system by trading them. And Olsen is cheaper. He's better fielder than Freeman. He's got more power. Maybe probably not as good of a hitter, but we'll see. Damn, I was gonna I was thinking of get drafted Mookie, but he didn't fall to me. It went two picks before me. Wow. Oh, you just oh, you just sniped me too. I was gonna, I was thinking of Freeman. <laughs> oh All right, dude. Turner and Freeman. I might as well I might as well go for the two guys yeah, <laughs> in the Dodgers lineup, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh come on. Didn't you yeah. just say that? Didn't you just say, Alex, that you can't go wrong with anyone in the Dodgers lineup? So yeah, I might as well I take did. Turner and Freeman. <laughs> I did say that, yeah. Oh, I am loving my team right now. 
my my infield is already stacked. Now my outfield is Jordan Jordan Alvarez, Tiasca Hernandez, and Cedric Mullins. Nice. I'm gonna go. I'm going Boba shit. That's a good pick. I like Bo. I like Bo. He's in a great lineup too. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. I was either going. I was gonna go with Wander Franco or Boba shit, but I. I think Bichette's in the better lineup. Yeah, I was looking at Franco, too, even over Freeman. But I was like, yeah, let me get my, my guy. First base is actually surprisingly kind of weak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after the first few guys, it's it's really not as deep as it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, when you had Pujols in his prime, Cabrera in his prime, Frank Tom. Like, guys, you know, <laughs> first base used to be a hitter's spot. Yeah, you're gonna. But you're, it's you not like away, that anymore. You can get away with drafting drafting a first baseman in the mid rounds and still probably end up with a decent ba- first baseman. Right. Exactly. It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Thinking potentially with my next pick, I should probably do some pitching. Oh, let's go. I'm gonna. I'm... I'm thinking Robbie Ray, but I'm concerned about how he's going to do in Seattle. Ozzy Albies, I just got. Let's go. Assuming Robbie Ray falls to me. Oh, wait a minute. Ooh. Do I take the risk and go Jack Flaherty? Thinking between who? Robbie Ray and Flaherty? Robbie Ray and Flaherty. I'm concerned about Flaherty's health, and I'm but I'm also concerned about how Ray would do in Seattle. Mm. That's tough. Because I'm a little... I'm not quite ready to maybe go for Chris Sale yet with his injury. Gaussman's on the board. Oh, Sandy Alcantara is still here. Hmm. Hmm. I'm certainly not short of options. Okay. Xander at Xander. That's a good pick. We'll see. Based on who, based on who falls to me, I could, I might go best available because there's still some really good players. But if I don't like the best available, I'll probably try and go starting pitching. Yeah, you went all hitting, right, Carson? Yeah. Yeah. Should probably grab a couple starters. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing, the, the thing is too, with with only eight with eight people in our league, 
you get a lot of really good hitters that like just keep falling and falling, and you're tempted to take them. But it's also you got to think about your pitching. Right. Yeah, eight team leagues are tough. That's that. You know, there's so many good players out there. Ooh. That's why doing it, doing the TGFBI, and uh, mm. in that it's like a 15 team league, so it's tough with 15 teams. And you have a 30 man roster, right? So when you <laughs> when you when you get to the 15th, 20th to the 20th round, it's like, all right, <laughs> who am I taking now? <laughs> all right, I think I'm gonna. It gets rough. It gets rough after like the 300th pick. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, I did a little bit of reaching. Got Max Fried and Liam Hendricks to start my pitching off. There you go. Yeah, I stay away from closers early. They're way yeah. too volatile. Way I... too volatile for me. A surprise, Kenley Jansen signed with the Braves for a one-year yeah, deal. Yeah, no kidding. I was shocked to see that today. That one was a shocker. Oh, man. thought he was going to be another one of those guys that was going to be a Dodger for life. Jose Burrios off the board. Jose. He's going to kill it. In uh, yeah, I was thinking. I miss him, but he's not – He's great. I, I love Jose. I love I love him, but he's a number two three starter. He's not an ace. Yeah. You know, and in, in the American League East, uh, he'll be fine. He's solid. He throws innings, but I don't know. I was just happy what we got for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, like you said, basically it was like I love Jose, but man, that's some fantastic return. Yeah. Oh, getting Austin Martin was. Uh, oh, the kid's gonna be good. I still can't believe that. I'm not sold on Simeon Woods Richardson, but Austin Martin was a huge get. In that. Yeah, you know, if Woods Richardson can turn into even a reliever, a viable bullpen guy, just getting Austin Martin with that, like, it's made it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So funny, I was doing, uh, I was doing the research on the catchers, so doing my sleeper. Uh, should be up in the next couple days because I finished the catchers. As far as fantasy sleeper picks go, and looking at some of these guys, I'm like, wow, how late are these guys going? Especially in two catcher leagues. I was surprised that some of these guys were going real late, like after 300. Oh, wow. Wow. Take Freddie Peralta, dang it. Oh, like. oh, I'm on the clock. Uh, 
got some options here. That's good. Uh, you know what? It's good in Alfilda. Mm, I was like I was talking before. I was gonna stay away from Judge because of the whole thing with the vaccine and everything. For the what? Because the vaccine and everything in, for New York. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, time to take hopefully future twin Frankie Montox. <laughs> hopefully, if they can get oh, I'll tell you if the twins could get Montas and Manaya, oh my god, game over for the Central. We're, ta we're taking the Central this year. We're oh. taking the Central. I I just have I have my doubts on getting them both. I think that the twins have the pieces to do it. It's all a matter of whether they're going to part with them or not. Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly tell you, I have no problem parting with Royce Lewis. Really? Get rid of him now. Get rid of him now. While he's still got high prospect aspirations, get rid of him now. You don't know how he's going to come back from the ACL. And I think he's still a top-notch prospect, and Oakland could use him. Arias is another guy that they could use. And like I said, like I was saying in the chat, someone like Royce Lewis and like Jordan Balasovic or Yuran Duran or one or, one or two of the pitchers, plus an Arias and a Trevor Larnick. I was just about to ask how do you two feel guys who, Two guys who have major league experience now who are still under control for a few years, that that could swing it with Oakland. That really could, especially someone like Arias, who's a contact hitter. He doesn't hit home runs anyway, so Oakland, the ballpark's not going to bother him. Right. He could play everywhere. Larnick is a solid left-handed hitter. We don't need him. We don't need Larnick. We still got Sano for another year. We have Gary Sanchez, who can, you can throw at first base. We have Kirilov. We have enough guys that like can play first base left field. Mm -hmm. That's not an issue. So, I mean, Larnick is expendable. And I'd rather get rid of Larnick than Kirilov, in my opinion. All right, I got my first two pictures, Max Fried and Freddie Peralta. Oh, well, that means that I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you just picked, so that means that I'm up. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, please let Jonathan India fall to me. Oh. Please let Jonathan India fall to me. Well, you already heard about Ozzy. Yeah, but we in our league we also have two two guys we can play in utility spots. Oh yeah, I forgot about utility. That's a pretty solid utility guy. I know that's what I'm saying. See, that's that's the issue is that with this little teams, you get some great guys, and it's like, oh, he's gonna slot as my utility guy. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of guys out here that I really like. Oh, I think I got my next my next two picks. Hopefully, they fall to me though. I still got four in front of me. Oh. I was, 
I was just thinking if Acuna fell, fell to me, I was going to take him, but I was still a while away. Now, see, Acuna going in the sixth round after his ACL, that makes sense. Interesting. Josh Hader. Hmm, Luis Castillo, too, in there. Okay. Yes, come on. Come on, two more picks. Come on. One more pick. What the hell is Nick Castellanos going to sign? Didn't he sign Philadelphia? Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. yeah it's Philly. I forgot yeah. it. Yeah. It still says free agent on here. Yeah. Oh. That is with Philly. He just signed like a, was it five years, 100 million? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he had, they signed him and they signed Schwarber. They're going all offense. Yeah. Screw the defense. <laughs> we don't care if you can catch the ball. Let's <laughs> just hit. Yes. Philly, Philly's just going to be mashing. Yeah. Jonathan India, Logan Webb. Nice. I'm pretty happy course, with team so far. Of course, India won't have anyone hitting around them anymore. The uh, Reds no. just got rid of like half their team. But oh yeah, I tell you, the Reds, the Reds have such a good form system. Yeah, that. That's Suarez Winker trade. Was, what the hell were they doing? That was that was a trade. <laughs> it was certainly a trade. Yeah. I don't think anybody drafted a catcher yet. No. I don't know if anybody has an R League either. Uh, Perez might be gone, actually. I usually wait. That's usually like one of the last round. Or not even the last, last. Yep. Like 20, 20, like the 20th round or something like that. Yeah. Well, usually I, mean, I kind of wait and watch and see if. If guys start picking catchers, that's when I'll probably try and yeah. take them because then I know all the good ones will probably go off the board. If I can't get one of the top two, like I usually just wait. Same thing as we always talk about. It's like pretty much the same as tight end in the NFL. Right. It's like a couple guys at the top and then it's everybody else. Yeah. What round are you in now? We're in round 13. Uh, we're still in five. Yeah, so. now, I'm, now I'm starting to try and look for guys who are listed at multiple positions. Once um, I Once I have my starting lineup done, that's usually where I try and go. 
So DJ LeMahieu is looking mighty good right now because he's listed as a first baseman, second baseman, third baseman. I hope he can lift the ball this year. And he just got taken. God dang it. Um, oh, Jorge Polanco. Wouldn't be too bad. Who knows? In this, in, in the in the infield, he could potentially play first base. Yeah. But uh, how are you feeling about Story going to the Red Sox? Uh, not, <laughs> not too happy. I mean, their offense is going to be another another. Uh, well, you know, it's going to be crazy again. It's so interesting. This offseason, it feels like the Yankees and the Twins' roles have reversed. Like, we're the ones spending all the money, and the Yankees are the ones just kind of sitting there doing nothing. Well, I would say nothing. But... Well, right, but... I mean, making the big big move, though, like the splash. Making big splashes instead of going for, like, a cheaper option, yeah. Yeah. Dumpster diving, but not not even necessarily dumpster diving either, because obviously they got good players too. Like right. Them, but they also just dumpster dive today though. Got uh, what the hell is his name from the Rockies? Yon Yon Abar, former outfielder, oh yeah, or former outfielder turned pitcher. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, he was a yeah, he was an outfielder until 2018. Then they put him on the mound. Can't find the plate. So <laughs> Gee, <laughs> I don't know how good of a I don't know how good of a pitcher he's gonna be, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see. I guess he had a nice. Yeah, I guess he had a good arm. So yeah. they were like, "Well, you got a good arm, you can't hit. Let's throw you on the mound." <laughs> hey, it worked for Kenley Jansen. Yeah, that's true. He was a catcher. You know, hey, you got a great, you got a great arm, buddy, but you can't hit. So maybe we should make you a reliever. <laughs> Worked out for him. Well, speaking of career, he just went round six, pick one. I gotta have this one twin on my team. Come here, hip hip, Jorge. Hip, hip, forehead. Um, I, I think I got to go for an outfield next pick. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was really just thinking Castellanos. Oh, God. 
Uh, I still have no. I still have no pitchers. No. That's all right. My lineup is. My lineup is lethal. <laughs> yeah, the Bryce is right. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to go. Yeah, each each year I come up with like a punny name for my team based on the top player I drafted. Yeah, I might have to change the name of my team because I didn't get Bryce Harper this year. I did get Bryce Harper last year, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to change mine because I had Christian Yelich last year. Yeah, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to look. My team name was Rebel Yelich. There you go. <laughs> I got to try and think of one for Boba Shit. Do something like Bo Nose or whatever. Like some yeah. kind of play on, you know, the boners. I'll go some. I'll go for some Brian Reynolds. Yeah, I probably changed my name. I just made it Captain Keeler for like the. That's like from my betting thing I did, but I feel like I, I want to change it to something baseball related. Duke's going to the Sweet 16. What a weird year for March Madness. Yeah, it's been crazy. Freaking 15 seed. Uh, St. Peter's. Go Peacocks. Yeah. Busting everyone's bracket. My bracket is already just incredibly busted. I'm rooting for St. Peter's to go all the way now. Maybe. I mean, that's. The, yeah, I went to the. High, I went to the high school. I went oh, to St. Peter's High oh, School no, in Jersey no. City. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I went to the high school. <laughs> yeah, so I know where it is, like in Jersey City. Now, when you say I'm a St. Peter's alum, it can actually mean something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go to the college, but I went to the prep school. Yeah, people don't have to know so, that. But the, no. yeah. It's all Jersey City. It's <laughs> still like Jersey boys, man. It's still, you know, still Jersey. So mm-hmm. I got a roof for them. I got a roof for Seton Hall. They got a roof for my teams, mm-hmm. my hometown teams. Oh, is it the first jer- team from Jersey to make the Sweet 16 since like? Since Seton Hall? Since like 2008, yeah. Since back in Bobby Hurley days. Oh, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, Bobby Hurley, Danny Hurley, they played at St. Anthony's High School in Jersey City, and I went to Seton Hall. My father was the coach. No kidding. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. St. Anthony's was also um, 
Uh, a couple of major league players went there. Um, Willie Banks, pitcher from the Twins. Willie. Willie Banks, mm. St. Anthony's High School. John Valentine played for the Red Sox for a while in the early 2000s. Shortstop, late 90s, early 2000s. John Valentine, he went to St. Anthony's High School in Jersey City. Uh, Craig Biggio went to uh, Seton Hall. Hall of Famer, Craig Vizio, <laughs> Seton Hall University. Yeah, yeah they, they, they turned out some good players. Oh, yeah. Jersey's had some, Jersey's had some good players. Hey, Rutgers, Rutgers University's turned out a bunch of guys, you know. Oh, yeah. The McCourty brothers in football. Yeah, they both came, you know, Mohamed Sanu, another guy, receiver, you know, was a quarterback back then. But, you know, Rutgers has done that a few guys. Yeah. And, of course, the home of baseball. You know, the first game, the first official baseball game was played at Elysian Fields in Hoboken, New Jersey. Of course. Yeah. When you go into Hoboken, New Jersey, when you drive down what they call the viaduct coming down from either the Union City or Jersey City side, when you drive down, it says Hoboken, the home of baseball and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> so can't go wrong with that, man. Baseball and Frank Sinatra, that's it's all good. Yeah. I have one pitcher. I better get some pitching. Who do you have? Oh, the first catcher off the board, Will Smith, at round eight, pick four. Hmm. I'm still waiting a while for that. 
yeah, our league, they started grabbing the catchers, so I had to snag one. But I've got the two most important names on the Cincinnati Reds now on my team, I think, so. So I know at least they'll be getting a lot of playing time. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's Tatis. What round did he go in? Round eight. Wow. I was thinking of snagging him in the, with my next pick. I was thinking of snagging him. So in ESPN leagues, does it have the auto draft still go all the way, take the time all the way down? No, it just does it automatically. Okay. Like it's, I think at the start people weren't even auto, they weren't didn't even have that on, so it took the whole time. So. Well, I'll pose I'll pose you this question. You know, we're we're in the the heat of the off season. What is what's the move that you th that for you personally is a overrated move so far? What's kind of your big move that you're you're either unsure on or you think was an overrated move that everybody's making a big deal out of? Uh, trying to think of the moves that happened. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull it up because I don't. Even, I can't even think of any moves ever. <laughs> I honestly think to answer that question, as far as I'm concerned, I think people are going crazy about the Reds, and I don't think it's that bad. Mm. I honestly don't think they were really. I don't know. I mean, were they maybe a player or two away from making the playoffs this year? Maybe, but. Like, what did their staff look like? How, you know, Suarez wasn't good, and they were locked into him for so much money. Mm. What else do they have in the infield? Votto's 38. Yeah, Winker had a solid year. He still can't hit lefties. Sonny Gray. I've never been a fan of Sonny Gray. Never been a fan of the guy. I mean, and what well, else do they have pitching-wise? Now you might have to be. 
Well, yeah. Now I'm going to be rooting for him. But, I mean, I'm just saying, what else do they have? I, I, I just think that the Reds fans were going crazy because they, oh, we're getting rid of everybody. We're rebuilt. Well, your farm system is stacked. And you just got more people. Were you really going to make a run this year? Were you looking to sign people to make a run? No. So get rid of the guys you can for a haul, which they did. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people, are, I think a lot of people are overreacting to the Reds making moves. I think they made moves to make the team better. I think in two years, the Reds win that division. Yeah, they could. I think the thinking about it like an overrated like team that did made moves people like overreacting to like I feel like it's the Blue Jays to be honest. That there might be some bias to that, but I don't think people are calling them the division champions already. Acting like they're the maybe made like he's gonna push them over the top to all of a sudden be better than the Yankees and Rays and even Red Sox. I don't, I know they made it like they lost Robbie Ray, the Cy Young winner, and they replaced it with like kind of not not better pitching than him. So it's they added Matt Chapman, which is I mean, all right, Chapman isn't. I wouldn't even say Chapman. I don't. Chapman's not better than Donaldson at his best. So it's like I, don't know, I just don't think people are people are just overreacting to that whole thing. That they're gonna all of a sudden be division champions. Mm-hmm. Like, I can agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yep, I agree with that. I mean, Chapman's a big get for them, especially defensively. But people got to remember, Chapman's not that great of a hitter. I mean, yeah, he may be better in Toronto and in the American League East ballparks rather than the West. But the dude still hit two ten last year. He's mm-hmm. not that good of a hitter. He's got some pop. That's fine. And he's an excellent fielder. I mean, he's one of the best defensive third basemen in the league. No doubt. But thinking that he changes the team so much, like, I, I don't know about that. Their outfield is so suspect. Yeah. Can Springer stay healthy? And what else do you have in the outfield? All right. Teoscar Hernandez? Nah, I'm not sold yeah. on him. Gritchick, you know, he is what he is. Randall Gritchick. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel, okay, mm-hmm. he's good, but, you know, the outfield doesn't sell me. And what are they doing to catcher? You know, I like Alejandro Kirk. I think he's he's a solid hitter, but the dude the dude looks like Williams Ostadio. <laughs> you know, he looks like him. He looks like Bartolo Colon's little brother. I mean – do you see this guy? I think he's I got it. I think I saw Cur- that Ostudio signed like a, a minor league deal somewhere. Yeah, but have you seen uh, Alejandro Kirk, the catcher from the the Blue Jays? Have you watched this guy? The dude is like five ten. He's probably two sixty. <laughs> the dude's big. Yeah. Like I mean, and I'm talking fat. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, t- take a look at him. Take a look at him. I'm just telling you, take right. Alejandro Kirk, the catcher from the Blue Jays. Take a look at him, and you tell me if this is a major league player or a softball guy. I mean, honestly. 
But yes, William but, agreed to a minor league deal that includes an invitation to the uh, the big league camp with the Marlins. I like oh, Ostadio, man. Lato Tuga, man. Come on. You gotta love Ostadio. He's You're great. Totally right about all the but, Kirk. but Kirk is he just looks just like him. They're like <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man. Oh anyway, the Blue Jay, the Blue Jays at catcher position. They have Gabriel Gabriel Moreno coming up in another year, and he's oh. going to be the man. He's going to be the man. I actually have him as uh, the second best catcher as prospect wise hmm. overall in the minor leagues. I think the kid's going to be a stud. So Alejandro Kirk, Danny Jansen who decided he can't hit anymore at the major league level, you know, guys like that, it doesn't even matter because Moreno's going to be up either the, uh, later this year or next year. But you're right about the Blue Jays. It's like, what do they have pitching-wise? Ryu? They got Ryu. Barrios. Gauss. Yeah, Barrios, that's fine. Okay, that's a good one, too. I like that, Gossman. but Gaussman. All right, he goes back to the American League East. Yeah, he did yeah. what he did last year in San Francisco in a contract year. <clears throat> what does he do now? Oh, they got uh, they've got Yusei Kikuchi too. That's- they got Kikuchi. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, he's a number three starter. Yeah, he's not an ace. He's not close to being an ace. So it's it's solid, but it's nothing. It's nothing they're, that makes me think crown them the AL East champs. They're deep enough at starting pitching, but they don't have they don't have an ace. No. Right. They have a bunch of twos and threes. Which is fine for their lineup because they could score runs. But I'm just saying when you get when you get to the playoffs or you're trying to get to the playoffs. But, I mean, the other overreactions are, I think, just people. Oh, my! Like, this guy sniped me again. Oh, my God. I, was, I wanted to get Yasmani. He just picked him. Oh, well, now I'm just waiting for catcher to, like, last round at this point. Because the top three are off the board, so. Well, I got to see what I want to go for. I guess another pitcher. Mm. Go for run, run down. But the yeah, the, I think people are just overreacting to the, like, I guess you could say the lack of Yankees moves. Like, people are like, obviously Yankees Twitter always overreacts everything, so it's pretty much pretty normal. But a lot of people are just like thinking they're not a good team. 
and then what are they gonna they're gonna finish fourth in the division. Nelson Cruz just won. Nelly. I'm oh, I, miss, I miss Nelly. Man. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what he does in Washington. Yeah. Interesting to see. Because if he can still if he can still mash, they got some they got some pretty decent hitters over there. He could get a lot of RBI. Him and him and Josh. Oh Taylor. yeah. Yeah, batting bat behind Juan Soto. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, how, how do you go wrong? Oh, Nelly, Nelly can hit wherever he goes. I don't care where he is. Uh, dude can hit. Interesting. Trevor Bauer just went in our league. Okay. You know what the interesting thing is, too? We were talking about Toronto yeah. and talking about their pitching staff. Like we said, they have they have the guys. And don't forget about Alec Manoa, who I like a lot. And that kid. Oh, no. We're only in rounds 11. We are in round 23. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm telling That's you. Not- Aside from Toronto's like depth, as far as their pitching goes, the Yankees are the team that have the aces. If Severino is healthy this year, that's huge for them. Cole and Severino at the top of that rotation. And if they can get Montas or Benaya. And if they can get Montas or Benaya, Tayon. Oh, yeah. If he's healthy, I mean, he's pretty good. That's the thing with the Yankees is that they have the aces. Toronto doesn't. Toronto has depth of pitching, which could help them in the playoffs. But having those guys that can shut another team down, that's one thing the Yankees have that the other teams in that division don't. See, the Red Sox would have it if they had sale. But he's hurt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Toronto doesn't have that ace. Manoa is not that ace yet. And Barrios and Ryu aren't. They're not that ace. They're a number two guy. You know, they're, they're just not what they, you know. And the Rays don't have that either. Shane Baz, he could be. But, you know, Glass now still gone. He had Tommy John, so he he won't be back. Yeah. And I you know, have officially finished drafting my team. Oh wow! Damn. That was a fast yeah. draft. Our league goes quick. Yeah, we're still on round eleven. 
overall, I think I'm pretty happy. I got, I got a lot of good power guys in my, in my lineup. I got a couple of good contact hitters. I think I'm a, a little bit weak in my starting pitching, but that could be fixed. Yeah, especially like in a eight team league, there's always guys like on the free agent market that you can pick up. Oh yeah. Trevor Story. The newest sock. I think there's people in here that are like not on auto draft, but they're like not even drafting it. So it's like, it's taking the whole time. Let's see who is, who will be Mr. Irrelevant in our league. Red Sox should be shot for not putting story at short and moving Bogarts to second. Stupid. Stupid. Red Sox are going to Red Sox. Stories. So so much of a better fielder than Bogarts. It's ridiculous. 100%. And it's funny, someone put out like the, the uh, someone put out the road splits that like Story hit 203 with like a 290 on base percentage last year on the road. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, well, let's look at where he played. Oh, yeah. He played on the road against the Dodgers and the Giants. All right, so Mr. Irrelevant in our league with the 191st pick, Glaber Torres. Oh, my God. Was the last pick of the draft. The new member of the Oakland A's. Okay. No, no, hey, no. <laughs> no, stay, stay away from Eminem. Overall, pretty good draft. Pretty happy with my team. Uh, I've almost set for my starting lineup. No, I didn't even realize Cole may sign with the Rockies. What? Alex Cole may sign with the Rockies. That's fine. Bye, Alex. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Goodbye. Wow, thanks for that.
Not you. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I meant Colome. I thought you said Alex Cole for a second. No. No, Alex Colome. Oh, Colome signed. I thought he signed somewhere already. Rocky's on. Um, I mean, I, I just. Oh. I was just scrolling through. Yeah, he signed last Thursday with the Rockies. As long as he's signing somewhere else. Yep. That's fine. Yep. My, uh, my Colome. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Goodbye. Yeah, he was garbage anyway. I, I don't know why we signed him in the first place. Have fun in Coors Field. Yeah, that yeah, one was we... perplexing. Especially now yeah. looking back on it, his tenure as a twin was so horrible. Have fun giving up bombs and cores. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, call him as garbage. He's horrible. Oh, Colorado's horrible, so they'll just sign people. Yeah. I can't believe Chris Bryant went to Colorado. <laughs> it's really – that boggled my mind. That that really boggled my mind. Like I was like, why would he go there? He yeah, that, that was um... – Yeah, I – Pad my Hall of Fame stats. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, you know. I have no words. I ring, so. They have to be the worst wrong organization in baseball. Easily. Easily. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think because I think I think the Pirates have had that mantle for a while, but they're starting to turn things. Either the either the Rockies are worse. I really do. I mean, why? Let's let's put it this way. Over the past couple of years, you traded Nolan Arenado, your no. franchise player, one of the best third basemen in the league. You traded him for nothing and nothing. paid them, and <laughs> paid them <laughs> to take him. Then you let Story and John Gray walk without offering him a deal. So you get a draft pick for them? So you let them both walk with nothing, no compensation. And then you turn around and sign Chris Bryant to basically what you were paying Arenado in the first place? What like what are you doing? (laughs) What is that? That makes no sense. They should have just kept Arenado, offered Story and Gray the qualifying offers. If they didn't take it, take the draft pick compensation, and then build from there. But no. At least Arenado they, was they, now. They completely fucked it up. Like, completely, like, blew the whole thing. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And people like and people talk about the Red Sox or the Yankees. Like Yankee fans and Red Sox fans talk about like they're oh my my team isn't signing anybody. My team isn't doing it. Yeah, hate Brian you're Gray. not the you're not the Rockies. <laughs> the Rockies are worse. <laughs> the Rockies are worse. 
Yep. You're not on close to the Rockies. No. On the days where being a Twins fan was hard, all I had to do was look to the Mountain West. They're up there with like this is one of the worst teams in all of sports. Oh, easily. Easily. As far as front offices, absolutely. Yeah, who do I draft now? Forever. Iowa State is up on Wisconsin right now, 42 to 35, with about six minutes left in the second half, by the way. Yeah. Good. Go home, March Madness. You're drunk. (laughs) I hope Notre Dame wins, too. They are currently down to Texas Tech by one at the half. We got Miami and Auburn. So, Johnny, you were starting to do, like, sleepers. What what are some of the sleepers you were thinking of? Yeah, I started doing um, started doing research on catchers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple guys. I I was doing um, ADP after three hundred. So mm-hmm. these these are some real deep guys. Yeah, and catchers. I mean, it's a black hole with catchers, <laughs> but you know. But if you're in a if you're in a two catcher league, say fifteen round fifteen team, mm-hmm. you know you're going to be looking for guys that could possibly make an impact for you. So, I mean, a couple guys I looked at the, the guys I had on were um, Luis Torrens mm-hmm. from Seattle. He actually played. He was actually the DH spot more than the catcher last year 
but he's catcher eligible. Played 42 games behind the plate. He's younger than Tom Murphy, who's basically the main catcher there. And also, Torrens um, played a couple games, third base, first base. So he gives he's got a little versatility. And I think this year he's going to He's gonna step up and play enough games. He played 108 games last year, so he'll he'll definitely play that many games. And getting a catcher who can give you 400 plate appearances is key, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, so he was one of them. He had 15 home runs last year in 108 games. He's the best hitter of the three guys they have behind the plate. So. I picked him, um, Jacob Stallings, who got traded from Pittsburgh to Miami. He was the starting catcher in Pittsburgh last year, won a gold glove. And he's in Miami this year, and he's the only catcher there. They have nobody else. Their backup catcher is Alex Jackson, yeah. who, who was actually the sixth overall pick. In 2014, by the Mariners at a high school. Sixth overall pick Damn. in the draft. I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, he's done nothing. He's got a 132 career batting average. <laughs> so that's Stallings backup in Miami. <laughs> so he, he's going to get playing time. They grant that he may he may not hit well or whatever, but Stallings is still a solid player as far as playing time goes, and that's really what you look at with catcher. Yeah. You know, he's going to get you to 400, 450 plate appearances. So Stallings will be all right. He'll be solid. You know, and the other – the last guy I had um, – the third guy I had. I'm trying to think. I got a draft too. So. Yeah. I don't know. Torrance Stallings. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Think it out. Who's the other catcher? I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember who the other catcher was. Wait, let me look it up. Let's take a look. Mm-hmm. 
over these for you. I don't know, but yeah. you know, it's a matter of him breaking into it. But Noah is the catcher there in San Diego, yeah, and he's a better, he's a much better hitter than the rest of them. So if you look and if you're looking at a second catcher, not to destroy your batting average, he, he would be the guy. Noah would be the guy. To take there, so yeah, it's decent. Hmm. I might wait till my last pick to get a catcher. Yeah, mine as well. Just fill up on my pitching, and then. Yeah, one catch a league, mine as well. Yeah, and it gets pretty solid pitchers. Yeah, Max Fried, Freddie Peralta, Carlos Rodon, Shane Baz, for you. Jeez, yeah, that's pretty solid. It's a sneaky good outfield too. Stanton, Marte, Edmund. Yeah. Oh, and Robert and Reynolds. Yeah. And Mountcaster has outfield too. So. And I'm a, I'm a really big fan of Ty France. Me too. Abs. Yeah, I mean, that's a, especially with this all of his positions. I mean, he can play first and second, and he's the H. Put him like first, second, or utility. Yeah, he's a great fantasy guy. I got Jake Cornworth too. There, that's second, first, short. I had wanted him, but somebody snatched him a couple of picks before me. Yeah. Love Max. Reno's not even listed as a starter on here. He's he's only he's only relief eligible on him. Yeah, he was listed as a relief, I think, in ours too. I mean, it doesn't matter for here because it's like every position, every pitcher position is just just pitcher. There's no, it doesn't list it as starter or reliever. So it doesn't matter where I put him. Now, speaking of that, somebody just took him. Okay. Marcelo Zuna? What the hell? Huh? 
Somebody just took him. I don't know. What? Why? I have, I think it was an auto draft. Oh no. <laughs> oh jeez. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, Marcelo Zuna. Yikes. Oh boy. Also, Johnny, you are a hundred percent right about Alejandro Kirk. <laughs> dude definitely looks like he could play in my dad's softball league too. Oh, definitely, dude. <laughs> that guy's like Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Oh, damn it. Who took my fucking guy? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Who was your guy? Suarez. Uh, Ranger yeah. Suarez. Damn it. I was actually thinking him too. God damn it. All right. Oh. Well, Johnny's John. crazy going pitcher. John Gray, it is. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Johnny just keeps constantly sniping out. <laughs> I want to arrange the Suarez. <laughs> I mean, I did too. But, you know, well, <laughs> so I had to go to plan B. All right, Kyle Hendricks it is. Yeah, I was looking. Sniper, no sniping. <laughs> Don't mind me just multitasking writing this week's NHL power rankings. Who the hell am I going for now? Yeah, I'll go for Dalton Varshar because he has, he's not just a catcher, but he has outfield eligibility, so. Might as well. Oh, alright. Take my twins guy. Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers, of course. Taylor. Who, else, who else is going to close games for the twins? Yeah. He's the only one in the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> no, the rest of them suck. <laughs> they don't have anybody else. Yeah, that bullpen is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Rogers is the only guy that's worth anything in that bullpen. Well, and Duffy. Well, I, I was going to say. And Duffy's fine. Duffy's fine. But other than that, yeah. The, the, 
you know, throw them, rest them in the bullpen. Dobnak should be in the bullpen. Dobnak should not even touch the starting rotation. Uh, yeah. We're almost at round 20. Let's go. Yay! Finally. <laughs> Google, here I am Googling Jeopardy music 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, we our leagues used to be really slow, but the, the pace on them has shot up dramatically, which is very nice. But that it's hard to do that when half the people don't show up either. Yeah. Seems like the later rounds have been going faster though, which is good. Oh yeah. So is uh, your league free, or is it? Yeah, you put money for it. No, we do. We do a free league. Okay. Yeah, this one's free this year because. I mean, last year we had we put like five bucks, I think, in, but nobody said they wanted to do it paid this year. I mean, they said either way, but I, nobody like agreed to one thing. So I guess we'll. It's already a draft, so there's no point in changing it. Yeah. Tristan McKenzie, that's a solid pickup in the twentieth round. Oh yeah. I forgot about Patrick Corbin. Yeah. Bobby Witt. I was very hesitant to go with like Wit or Rutschman or any of those guys. 
Yeah, it's a, if it's just a redraft league, it's kind of difficult. Yeah, because, like, those top prospects are good, but also, you know, sometimes you don't know if they're actually going to make the opening day roster. Sometimes they get they make the roster and then get sent down. Yeah. Like, I drafted, when, when he first came up to the majors, I drafted uh, Joe Adele. And then he ended up getting sent down for, like, the rest of the season, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Which was quite annoying. Did you keep him just to, just in case he came up? Or did you drop him? I kept him for a little bit, but eventually got to the point where I needed to kind of start to make room, so yeah. I dropped him. I, I tried to hang on to him for as long as I can, or as long as I could, but... Oh, yeah. It got to the point where it just didn't make sense to try and hold on anymore. Be nice if there's like instead of like how they have an I they have IL spots, you can have like minor league spots. If somebody gets sent down, you can just throw them on that. Yeah, we had we have, I think we have, like, two IL spots and then one NA spot for, like, paternity leave and going down to the minors and things like that. Oh. But in, in that scenario with Adele, he was in that spot, but then there were, um, there were other, there were other guys who were getting moved around from IL and things like that, and I had to drop a couple of players. Yeah. So he, he was part of that casualty. Oh, I'm on the clock. Went with Joe Ryan. Hey. God, I hope he develops. Chris Taylor. Interesting. Ooh. 
We got six picks left. Oh, I completely forgot about Spencer Torkelson. Yeah, me too. Duh. I just I completely didn't even see it. Somebody somebody dropped the Bauer in here too. Yeah, certainly, certainly a interesting decision when it comes to Trevor. What are your thoughts on saves in fantasy? I think it's stupid. Like, I never really try to go for a... I, I usually don't even, like, go for a closer. Unless it's, like, one of the top ones. Yeah, they're usually... They're usually not, like, my highest priority. Um, but... If, like you said, if there's, like, some top closers, I'll usually try and go for them. But when in terms of pitching, I usually try and focus on on my starters and then build from there. Yeah. Yeah, saves are usually they're pretty viable during a season. And what I try to do, like if I if I'm punting saves, basically, I try to wait until later, and I'll get guys that maybe maybe can get saves on a bad team. Because a lot of time, a lot of times, guys don't try. Don't draft. Do we lose Johnny again? I think so. Oh no. I, Iowa State's going to hold on. Yes. Let's go. Believe it or not, I actually picked them to get into the Sweet 16. Oh, man. Oh, makes my, makes my heart smile to know that Wisconsin is eliminated. Yeah. Thirty-five, thirty-three. Texas State up over Notre Dame. Thirty-five, thirty-three. 
13-19 to go in the second half. Well, let's go. Rangers won again. Yeah, we'll see if the Rangers do anything in advance of uh, tomorrow's deadline. Yeah, maybe. Which maybe as, long as, as long as we're talking NHL, check out mm -hmm. my power rankings. They come out every mm -hmm. Monday afternoon. Yeah, things things have been uh, quite wild on that side of things. Yeah, pun unintended. What time is the deadline tomorrow? I believe it is 4 Eastern. It's either 4 or 3 Eastern. Okay. Jared Kenwick. I wish, yeah. I wish Michigan would have lost yesterday. Oh, man. I didn't even think of that, too. To have, for Kellenic to have, have somebody to mentor him, like a Jesse Winker. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. That, that'll be really good for him. Boy, what an interesting mm -hmm. last three picks. Jared Kellenic, AJ Pollock, and Akil Badu. Mm -hmm. Is, is Akil Badu kind of the one that got away from us a little bit? Yeah, he had such a hot start last year and then kind of just fell off. Ugh, Andrew Heaney. <laughs> Ew. We're moving right along, almost around 24. Hey, all right. Let's get it. I think we lost Johnny. Oh, shoot. Johnny, no. Not again. I can't believe there's going to be an 11 seed and a, six, uh, a 15 seed and a sweet 16. That's insane. That is that is pretty crazy. 
And then if Miami wins, it'll be a 10 versus 11. I think he's back. I don't know why he keep keep dropping. No. Dropping like flies. Yeah. Keep going back and forth between the draft and here. So maybe I, I don't know why that's causing me to drop, but I don't know. Maybe. I forgot about Mondesi. Huh? Yeah, he's kind of fallen off, it seems like, a little bit. Good steals guy, though, that's for sure. Yeah, that's about all he's worth, the steals. As far as they only list him as a third baseman. Yeah. Yeah, in our league, he's a third baseman shortstop. Andrew McCutcheon, Brewer. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting place for him. Yeah. It'd be interesting when they when they face the pirates. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. David Bednar. David Fletcher saw the utility guy. Taken almost two hours. <clears throat> Miami is up on Auburn right now, twenty three to twenty. March. 
March yeah, but this this ain't this ain't even March Madness. This is like March multiverse. This is, this is the multiverse of madness. I figured it was gonna be like this though. Like it, it, there was like literally no team like that really looked like a team that was gonna win it all this year. Like no no team is like way better than anybody else. Let's hope Arizona wins it all so my bracket can at least get that. Me too. I mean, I still have my final four alive. So. Right now I've got one one of my one out of my final four down. If Auburn ends up losing, that'll be another. What the fuck? I did not put auto pick on. Why would it do that? Oh no! It just picked. It just auto picked Tommy Fan. Not a horrible auto pick. Not too bad though. No, it's not terrible. He's still a free agent right now. Is he? Yeah. Huh. I need Texas Tech to win this because it's they're one of my final four teams. Even straws. You're almost there. Yeah. Got two picks left. Joey knows nothing. Joey. Hey, what's up, guys? 
How's your team? I, you weren't even on my screen for a minute. I heard you talk, talking, though, but I, like, <laughs> I didn't even think you were there. Oh, fuck it. Brendan Rodgers might as well. The only plucking player left in, in, in Colorado. No, Chris Bryant's there. Well, I mean, I mean, the only player left that was on the team. And CJ Crone, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Congrats on Suzuki, by the way, Joey. Yeah, thanks. I uh, that sounds like that's about it. All they're gonna do. So, <laughs> I, I guess Oof. that's good, but. When you hear that they're like buying a fucking soccer team, and it's like, really? Like that's what you're spending your money on? When it just sucks. I don't know. I like they have so much money, dude. Like it. It's really frustrating. Like they could that that contract that that Correa got. They could have easily offered that, and maybe he just oh, picked, yeah. like the Twins over the Cubs. At, who knows? But. Like very, very frustrating. Well, I mean, who would pick the Twins over the Cubs, though? Twins I mean, are better right now, so <laughs> yes, <laughs> we sense are. To me. Yeah, yes, we are. <laughs> I mean, who, oh, makes sense to me. who the hell would pick Colorado over anywhere else? Like Chris Bryant. <laughs> Chris Bryant. <laughs> he he ended up getting a a decent amount of money, but and then the no trade clauses. <laughs> Probably big. He got so, his bag. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's got opt outs too, right? Uh, who do I want so. here? Uh, I'm on my last pick. Are you guys already done? Yeah, I'm done now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What's up, oh, Joey? What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Good, man. Escobar or Hauk? I need Escobar. Escobar. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> I always go yeah, with the bat. Eddie draft is complete. Go with the bat, man. He'll yeah, be, be starting at third base. I've been trying to the Mets. load up on pitching, but, but I just feel like. Yeah. Yeah. They got pretty. Decent lineup too, with all the moves they made. I mean, they lost some, but they're uh, they, sh they. But I mean, they lost uh, Conforto. They lost, uh, but they lost Baez too. They lost, but then they brought in who? Canna, Mark Canna. Yeah, they um, got my Mark Canna. They brought in Marte. Marte, yeah, Marte. Marte. Yeah, yeah, I, I love yeah. that move. Yeah, I mean, and I got Escobar. I mean, Escobar, he's one of those guys that you can always count on. <laughs> he, yeah. You know, he's going to get his playing time. He'll, he'll probably be starting at third base for them. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I don't see, I who, uh, I don't see who would take him his spot. Like, they're probably going to – did they trade J.D. Davis yet or no? No. He's still around, but he's not he's taking it. Escobar will be there. Escrow yeah. would be that until until someone like Vientos or Brett Batty like comes up and takes his spot. Escobar is going to be there starting at their basement. 
Yeah, I I agree with that. He should be yeah, locked. I mean, in. The dude, yeah, and the dude's the dude's a switch hitter. He's a 25, 30 home run guy every year. I mean, you know, can't go wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty happy with my Now team. I got to figure out. I hope. What do you guys think Bobby Witt? Is he opening day or is like after the CBA stuff or is he waiting a little bit? Uh, I think Witt's opening day. I think and, he is too. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. they gotta they gotta put him in. That's there. what I'm thinking. They move Mondesi over to third. Whittle started shortstop, and I hope Nicky Lopez at second. Yeah. With Merrifield to play at the outfield. Oh shit! I'm playing you. I'm playing you week one, Joey. Yeah, I wonder that team. That team's not terrible if they can get. They have so much pitching prospects that never really quite have haven't panned out yet, but they still are prospects, you know. Yeah, the Royals. If Daniel Lynch, Bubich, like if any of these guys like turn the corner, they might be decent. Yeah, I get the Royals one more year. I think this year is still going to be them finding themselves. But they're probably not like pitching goes. Yeah, there's. The pitching is still funding themselves. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Maybe, like you said, like about like with Daniel Lynch, with Brady Singer. Like getting experience. You know, yeah. All those guys, they, they, still need, they still need some time. Once they get Bobby Witt there and then Nick Prado comes up, that lineup would be nice. Ben Attendee's going to have a bounce back year, I think, this year. I like Ben Attendee yeah, a lot. I, I think like it's going to be fun, though. Like that, that division. Yeah. 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 Proud of too. Oh. That. that. That kid, uh, that kid, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, and did you mention Melendez? MJ Melendez. Oh, I love Melendez. I love Melendez, dude. He looks like I had him be good too. I he's probably gonna be up there this year. Some when I did point. when I did my top when I did my top one hundred prospects. And then maybe they'll just have Sal Perez like DH or something. When I did my top one hundred prospects, they got I had this Italian Melendez. Kid. First baseman, like they have Prado, but then they have uh, yeah, Melendez looks like a beast. Yeah, when I did my when I did my one hundred prospects, Melendez is my top catcher in the minors. He's my top catcher prospect, aside from Rushman, obviously, but. You put I him love in there? Melendez. Yeah, Melendez is top twenty for me. Yeah. Next to Rushman, he's the top catching prospect. As far as good. I'm concerned. He's 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 a beast, man. Beast. Left handed right. hitter. 
That kid he's, from the Mets great. looks good too. Yeah, Alvarez. Yeah, Francisco Alvarez. Yep. Yeah, I would put him. He's there. another one. I still like Melendez better. And I like the kid that Toronto has, uh, Gabriel Moreno. Yeah, there's a lot of these lefty, lefty catchers. Alvarez, yes. yeah, that's a guy. I like Alvarez too. I like all three of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Mar- think his Moreno's for sure too. Be beast too. Yeah, they they're all going to be good. It's interesting. A lot of a oh, lot of yeah. catching prospects coming up. Is he going to play this year at the big league? Is he? Who's that? Moreno. Dude, the Big Ten fucking sucks. I don't think Moreno's going to make it this year. I think they they have the kid Alejandro Kirk who can yeah. hit. But, yeah, but <laughs> like we were, talk, we were talking about before, you, you ever watch – have yeah, you ever Jays, seen Alejandro Kirk? Actually him. Have you ever seen Alejandro Kirk? Can you hear me? Oh no! I think his audio's off there. Oh. It's like freezing up. Yeah. Hey Joey, can you hear me? Yeah, he's he's gonna be be starting there, right? Joey, can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, all right. No, I was going to say, have you ever seen it's Alejandro kind of Kirk? He's off because he's, like, delayed response, too. Oh, you're delayed, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody, one of you is delayed. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you said Alejandro Kirk, right? Yeah. Have you ever he seen him play? Too. He should. He should be starting this year, right? He should be their starter open day. I would think, but have you ever seen the dude? That's Alex. But I, yeah, you're—I don't know—you're like delayed or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so essentially, yeah, except you think I'm not on a delay. Essentially, what what uh, our discussion was earlier is that uh, Johnny says that all of the looks like starting softball. What's going on right now? There's definitely a delay somewhere. I don't know which, whose delay it is, but it's, he said he'd start. You know, yeah. So essentially, Johnny just was not good about, defensively, or what? No, just based on based on the look of Alejandro Kirk, that like Johnny Johnny said, this guy looks like he could go in a, into a softball league. <laughs> Have you? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he, he does have that kind of that type of look to him, like not really a big league player at all. He's he he kind of reminds me a little bit of uh. Uh, who's that? Bartolo Colon? <laughs> yeah, kind of Bartolo Colon, honestly. I was thinking the your twin guy. Williams Astadio. Um, Williams Astadio. Yeah. Yep. 
That's what I was thinking of immediately. Yeah, God, dude. I hope he gets. He's able to make the Marlins roster. I know he won't, but I hope he does. Oh, he's with the Marlins now. Yeah, he signed a he signed a minor league deal with the Marlins. I didn't even know that. Wow. I hope he makes it too. He can hit. Yeah. He doesn't do much else, but he can hit. He can Watching too, him run apparently. Apparently. is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Damn, is Notre Dame going to pull us off? I hope they do. Man, the Big Ten is terrible. I mean, they're not Big Ten, but besides, besides Michigan, all of them lost today, right? Yeah, Michigan won yesterday, though. Yeah, that's true. Are they the only ones still left in it? Who's Purdue's playing tonight? Purdue's playing, yeah. Who do they play? Yale? Nah, they play. They played Yale already. Oh, that's right. Oh. Uh, Oh, Texas. Texas. I can't bet on that game. There's no way. No, you can't bet on any games that Texas is involved in. No, I I don't know if anybody else has better luck, but I have the worst luck betting on any game that Texas is involved in with any sport. Yeah, any sport. It doesn't matter. I came up with with my team name. Uh, My new team name is now Bold Bichette. Bowl. <laughs> uh, instead of, I gotta come up with something new. I don't know what. I gotta go with something new too. I can't go with the Bryce is right anymore. I don't know Bryce Harper. I have to look at my team. Yeah, I got. And mine was popping Molly. I'm flexing. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Tyler Molly and. and Chris Flexing joke. <laughs> I don't have either one, though. Ooh, you guys got Sonny Gray, too. What do you guys think about Sonny Gray this year? I don't like Sonny Gray. I never like Sonny Gray. I think he's he's smoking mirrors. I, I never like Sonny Gray. I feel like we've Gray. actually had this conversation before, too. We I never liked, him, never liked him, never I liked forgot. him. Never liked him. Yeah. I just think he's 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 smoking mirrors. Somehow he always like guy. like he just he yeah he's one of those guys that just like for somehow somehow he gets guys out <laughs> and, and I don't know how he does it. Yeah, we need a little bit of that. I, I don't either, honestly. But I drafted him because I thought, well, whatever. I guess I'll take the strikeouts too. Yeah, if, I mean, I plus, yeah, and if he's got the defense behind him, I mean, he's got Correa, Short, and Buxton in center. So I guess you know, you know, he'll be all right. And I got a roof for him. <laughs> he's on my team now, so that's fine. But. I, I still don't trust the Twins, only no because Sonny Gray is their ace. Really, we're going with that. I, I'm sorry, but unless we get, unless we can trade with Oakland and get Montas and Manaya, 
I don't trust the pitching staff. When Sonny Gray and Dylan Bundy are your one That'd and two. That'd be a good deal. Uh, it's just not a good thing. You need 2020 Dylan Bundy to show up. Yeah. 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 If he pitches like he did in that shortened season, the shortened season, then maybe. But, like, yeah, that, that, ro- that rotation's – I like Joe well, Ryan, though. I do like Joe Ryan. I, I like Ryan, too. But he's young. I like Ryan, too. But he also needs another pitch. He he can't go yeah. fastball slider constantly. He needs a third pitch. He needs to develop an off speed. He needs some some sort of change up or a curveball, something. Change the velocity, mm-hmm. but but if Dylan Bundy, hey Dylan Bundy, maybe he makes turns the corner like uh, you know Kevin Gaussman did this year. You know, yeah. But these old, these old, uh, these old Baltimore Oriole pitchers, Jake Arrieta back in the day, Kevin Gaussman, maybe Dylan Bundy can do the same thing. For our sake, he better. He's always you know if the Oriole really stuff. Yeah, well, t- all the old Oriole pitchers always did. They always had the stuff, but they never put it together until they went to other teams. Hmm. Yeah. You know. So True. Maybe, maybe, yeah, they, maybe. They like uh, that Chris, that uh, Jake Arrieta thing. They like completely yeah, look, reworked his delivery. You could only do it for a couple of years because he was throwing across his body, basically. Oh, Arietta always had horrible mechanics, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Like. He was for a while. He was like just dominant for like two years, but then after that, it's like okay, okay. Once your once your velo starts going down, and then with the mechanics and stuff, he kept trying to throw his sinker at the bottom of the zone, and like not that that's normally a bad thing, but he kept trying to do it over and over again, and teams are just figured him out. Like you don't have the stuff that you once did, and yeah. Your control, like command, I mean, I should say, not really just control, but command-wise, he's missing in the middle of the zone. Like, he was just getting tattooed. I think he's done. He's completely fried. Well, because this is the thing, with, and this is the thing I look at a lot with prospects, like younger pitchers. Is your delivery repeatable? Mm-hmm. That's that. Well, that's you know, and this is the thing. All these guys have stuff. There's always stuff. If you're throwing mid nineties fastball, if you have a two seam or four seam, if you have two fastballs, you have an off speed pitch, you have a wipeout slider, whatever it may be. A lot of these guys have stuff. It's the matter of is your delivery repeatable? Can you? Can you constantly do this and tunnel your arm action and and do it over and over and over and over again while maintaining control? This is this is the whole thing. And a lot of times when you see college pitchers, high school pitchers, college pitchers, 
when they come into the draft. They, I don't care if you're throwing 100 miles an hour. You're 18 years old, you're throwing 102. That's wonderful. That's great. Can you maintain it? Can you throw for strikes? Do you have a second, third, fourth pitch? Because if not, you're not going to be a starter in the major leagues. That's yeah, it. 100%. That's the bottom line. You're, you're a reliever then. You're a closer. If you could throw 100 miles an hour and you have a wipeout slider, that's all well and good. But if you can't maintain that to the sixth inning and you have no third pitch, you're a closer. Most closers, most successful closers, most successful relievers in the major leagues are failed starters. They're guys who couldn't start. So they had to blow it out for one or two innings, and they became relievers. Mariano Rivera was a starter when he came into the major leagues. He became the best closer ever. Tons of guys, tons of guys. Dennis Eckersley (laughs) was a starter for years, and he became a dominant closer. I mean, it's it's always been that way. Generally, guys don't – they're not relief pitchers from the get. They're generally starters who can't make it as starters. So they become relievers. Joe Nathan. Joe uh, Nathan, yeah. Just, you know, Rick Aguilera. Fucking, like, I named tons of guys. Generally, that's what happens. Very, very few relievers are brought up as relievers. And that's the thing. When you're trying to project someone to be an ace starter, to be an ace of your staff or to be a major league starter when you're looking at high school, college pitchers, that's the main thing is repeatable delivery. And the kind of, the kind of, the kind of force you put into your pitches. Is it an easy delivery? Do you have good mechanics? Do you have good command? Is, is it, is it smooth? Like, you know, it's those type of things that you look at more so than the stuff because they all have stuff. They can all throw. Yeah, no doubt. I was say that's that's why uh it's interesting to see like what the the Red Sox are gonna do with some of those guys too, because like I know they want Garrett Whitlock to be a starter, but um, I don't know if it's just a matter of more like stretching him out because I haven't really like paid too close attention to his mechanics and stuff. But I don't know if he's somebody that winds up in the bullpen. Same thing goes for like, um, who's that guy that the Twins had that they traded in one of the big deals they had recently? Um, the was it Gratterall? I think it was Gratterall. Yeah, that was, yeah, they traded uh, Dodgers. Maeda trade. That was the Maeda trade. He was supposed to be a starter, right? And then they kind of like figured out, well, he's yeah. probably better suited for the bullpen too. Yeah. 
but he's another guy that throws he throws gas. Yeah. I mean he throws 102 miles an hour. But that's it. You don't that's need it. much more for the bullpen, but for a starter, you know. Right. That's and the thing see. is too. The thing is too with Gratterall, along with a, a lot of other guys, he's a big guy. The mechanics are harder to repeat when you're taller. That's why when you see guys like Giolito, who's a big dude, what's he, 6'6"? Six, six? You know, Randy Johnson, when you looked at him in the beginning of his career, couldn't find a plate. The repeatable delivery is harder when you're bigger, when you're taller, because there's a lot of more moving parts. You know, guys who are six six, six seven, six eight. It, it it's harder for them to find the strike zone on a re, on a repeatable basis because of because they're just bigger. It's hard to repeat your delivery when you're that tall and find your release point. It's easier when you're shorter. That's why the ultimate like the 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 best size for a pitcher, what people look at, is say like six two, six three, six four. Get a guy who's like six four, two twenty. That's like perfect size for a starting pitcher. Is not too tall. Can repeat his delivery. Has good legs, strong, drive. You know. That's what a lot of these teams look at. But being yeah, someone no. who's that being someone who's that tall is it's a harder to repeat your delivery. You know, Randy Johnson fell into his delivery. Like he he managed to work at it. Same thing with Giolito, who's a big guy. But he managed to work into that. It, but it takes some time. I mean Washington gave up on Giolito. Mm-hmm. Sent sent them off to the White Sox, and he he wound up being fine. Yeah, but and he was horrible with them at first. Yeah, like that first year, he was like the worst pitcher in baseball when he was with the Sox. Yeah, and then he finally found his, you know, mechanics and like you said, his, you know, release point and put it all together. Yep. Yeah, it takes those guys a little longer. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting though this year. Like, there are so many good pitching prospects, but I feel like as we do every year, we always get excited about these prospects, and then the season comes around. Like, even just for fantasy, like the season comes around, and it's like they're not going to contribute that much the first year especially for pitchers like I'm looking at uh, like some of the pitchers like Grayson Rodriguez people are getting real excited about and it's like have you not seen some of these top pitching prospects come up and just Mm -hmm. like they need to get sent down almost immediately like that's those are some of the traps like I know we just did our fantasy draft but those are like some of the traps that I'm looking to avoid like it could be super beneficial if it works, but 
you know, we always know that these guys need time mm -hmm. to kind of learn how to pitch at the big league level and you can't miss your spots. Like you just, you just can't. So I don't know, like guys like that, people are getting all excited about, and I get it like top pitching prospect or whatever, but I just, I don't know. Like we've seen Nate Pearson come up and struggle. We've seen Spencer Howard. Everyone's super up about Spencer Howard. Like all these yeah. Royals guys, Reed Detmers didn't do that well when he first came mm -hmm. up. Like, Oh, I love Detmers too. I like Detmers a lot. Yeah. Oh, but, I love that kid. But yeah, but you know, you're definitely right. Without a doubt. I mean, you got, you got the, the, the strange cases of like Shane Boz, Alec mm -hmm. Manoa, who came up last year and dominated, like he, he pitched really well, but you don't get that a lot. And you don't know what they're going to sophomore slump. You don't know if, you know, now they have scattering reports on these guys. Now they have, they've seen them a little bit, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like that knows. I love that knows. I, I think Detmers is going to be a beast in this league, you know, yeah. and, and there are certain guys that I look at and I'm like, they can't fail. Like they're just mm -hmm. going to be good, but it is the major leagues, man. It's, you know, right. it takes a lot to succeed. And yeah. That's one of those guys for me is like, uh, Reed, Reed Detmers is one of them too, but uh, Max Meyer. Like I look at Max mm -hmm. Meyer and I'm like, that guy's just gonna be good. Like you can almost just yeah. tell. Like this dude is, and I mean I know he's a Marlins prospect, but so they've had really good success with their pitchers. So it's almost like maybe I'm putting a lot of trust into them too. But he doesn't even need. It doesn't seem like he needs too much fine tuning. You know, like with this release right. and everything. I think he's and, ready uh, now. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. like it, you know. Yep. I tell you another guy away. I like. Another guy I like too is George Kirby, of mm. Seattle. Mm. I like yeah, him a lot too. Cool. I like him a lot. I have him. I actually in my top one hundred that I did. I had. I think I have him fourteenth overall. Nice. He's one of my top pitching prospects. Definitely. I, yeah. He's just got, like you said, like same thing with Max Meyer. Is like you just watch these guys and like they just have it. You just watch them and they, they got the stuff, delivery. They like everything looks. It's looks so professional. It looks like a major league pitcher already. Yeah, you know and these guys just. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, definitely doesn't hurt to have, you know, as much depth as possible, at least as for pitching goes, because it's like, you know, at least one or two of those guys are probably going to fail, but it's like, I mean, not the guys that we mentioned, but there's, uh, it's super hard to predict, at least for the pitching side of things. Like, not that it's easy on the hitting side, but I feel like it's a little bit easier. Like most of the guys with the high floor that you can spot out at the minor league level or prospect level, you can kind of at least pencil them in to be a serviceable player. Like they might not be a, a everyday regular or star that we thought they were, but at least they're going to be like a, like a regular role player 
Whereas like pitchers, they could come up and completely flame out and then just not even be in the league in two two to three years. Like you right. just never know. So, yeah, pitching like, is a uh, completely different animal. Who's that kid? I was. Uh, oh, you guys are gonna hate me, because uh, I'm about to talk about Cub. <laughs> so, I really like this, this kid, Caleb Killian. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. You probably yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he came over in the KB deal. I think he's like he's already got like really good command and stuff. He doesn't walk many batters. I don't know if he's gonna be like an extreme strikeout guy at the big league level, but he seems like he's close to being they were talking about potentially him starting at the major league level this year. I don't think that's gonna happen, but that's a kid that that's a kid that I'm pretty high on. Just from watching him, he kinda came out of nowhere with uh, with the Giants, like, like he rose up last year, but like all, you know, even in the Arizona Fall League, like he was dominant. But that's a kid that I really like, even though he's a Cub. So I mean, I, of course, I have to like him, but there's some guys <laughs> I'm not as high on, you know. I've heard the name. I just haven't. I haven't seen anything by him. As far as watching video or anything, but I've heard the name before. So, yeah, if you get some time, Johnny, go back, go and watch just like even like his fall league, maybe some of his like fall league outings. Uh, yeah, just pretty wicked. Not like the most like nasty, um, filthy stuff out of any pitcher I've seen. But just the way that he attacks and like the way he sequences on top of, I don't know if it's the tunneling too, but the way that he goes about it with his pitch mix, I think it's really effective. Like it's yeah. something that I think will translate well, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing too is tunneling and release point with like the different velocities. You know, yeah. if you can if you can throw your changeup and your fastball from the same arm angle and the same release point, and it's got like fifteen to twenty mile per hour difference. I mean, that's huge at the major league level. That's why. That's why one of the guys that and you know you guys are gonna like this obviously, but that's why Joe Ryan really sticks out to me because he's somebody that. I know he needs another pitch. Like, he, he definitely needs another pitch. But if he figures another pitch out, like, he is so deceptive with his fastball. It He's not even throwing hard compared to other pitchers. But just the way that it comes out of his hand and the way he tunnels it with his other pitches, yep. like with that slider, it's, it's pretty incredible. Like, it plays up an extra, like, four miles per hour, it seems like. Yeah. So, if he can figure out another pitch, and he, maybe even if he, I don't know, he could probably still be serviceable if he can't. But I mean, he could he could potentially be like a guy in this league for a while. I think. And I think he needs he needs the off speed. He needs something off speed. 
to take the velocity down a notch. Because yeah. his fastball is he he's got great spin on his fastball, and he plays it well up in the zone. But he needs, I think, to be serviceable in the long term. I think he really needs to have something off speed to play off the velocity. Because his velocity right now is it's all one speed. Right. Yes, he changes arm angle, he changes looks, but it's all one speed. If he can come up with if he can come up with a changeup or a curveball that can change speeds at the same arm angle, then he would definitely be definitely be a top notch starter. Yeah, definitely. I mean he like I was just looking at it right here. Like through his first four starts, he averaged ninety one point two miles per hour on his fastball. Like and fourteen of his twenty five strikeouts were from the fastball. Like which is pretty insane when you're throwing ninety one. Like Yeah. That's yeah, he isn't Yeah. He doesn't throw very hard, but yeah, but if it he, plays up. He can get, like you said, that off-speed pitch. Like that's that would be huge for him. Oh yeah. And then you're looking at like, I don't know. What do you guys think about like Bailey Ober and some of those guys? Yeah, I'm not convinced of Ober. I don't know. I need to see more of them, but yeah. I want to. I want to see some of the younger guys come up. Balasovich, I want to see. I'd like to see him at the major league level at some point this year. Because <clears throat> I he think is, he, he has a, I think he's got a good pitch mix, and I think he's got a he's got good command of his stuff. So I'd like to see him. Yeah, definitely. What is he? Yeah, how old is he? Like, uh, tw- he's how long? Is he going so much. I, th- yeah. I think he's. Uh, he made it to Triple A last year, so I think he's like tw- twenty-three. Okay. So he's got to be. He's real. He's close ready. Now. Yeah, he's ready to come up. Man, I hate how 2020, like, really, I don't know if it fucked everybody, but it's, uh, I mean, it, people, like, pitchers were still developing, but it's, like, I hate how that one-off season without minor league actual play, it seems like it's kind of, I don't know if it's affected, like, call-ups, like, guys are still getting called up, but to me, maybe pitchers and stuff would be more successful with their initial call-ups if they had, like, that extra year for some of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, it hurt a lot of guys. I think it, it really hindered the development of a lot of a lot of players. Yeah. Carson and Alex are falling asleep. <laughs> nah, I'm just – I'm trying to do some multitasking, too, get a head start on the NHL power rankings for tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. 
I gotta get going anyway. Damn, it's nine thirty. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta I'm be up at like three. Watch the end of this Miami game. Hopefully they pull it out. Wisconsin yeah, lost. Hopefully. That's all I care about. Not cool, Carson. Not cool. I'm sorry, man. I had mm-hmm. Iowa State going to the Sweet 16, so I'm happy. <laughs> I I mean, the Big Ten's just, I don't know. I, I'm not even really upset. The Big Ten's trash. It's trash. Yeah, it's like whatever. It's just, every Big Ten every team year, lost today. Like Every year March Madness comes around, they just crap the bed. I had Miami beating Auburn today, which, I mean, I obviously bet on them too, but I – um. I don't know. A lot of people had Auburn like going to their final four and like winning it. And I don't know. My bracket's fucked. Like one region, <laughs> I, I did like a bunch of different brackets. I kind of treated it like a, like DFS, like a GPP where you do like multiple lineups. That's yeah. kind of how I like, why not just get into a bunch of different bracket challenges and just like fire away. Cause it's so random anyways. <laughs> But um, one region in particular, like, I got wrong in every single bracket, I'm pretty sure that I did. Like, I forget, yeah. was it Midwest region, the lower left? Yeah. When you print it out, it's horrible. Just, like, light it on fire. <laughs> St. Peter's. <laughs> That's everybody, though, but I mean, like, more than that. Yeah, it's my boys. Jersey City, <laughs> Jersey City, New Jersey, baby. Are they really? Yeah, that, that's where I'm from. I didn't know that they were from there, though. That's that's pretty crazy. That's my home, my hometown. They gotta have wow. a sponsorship deal with Peacock in the works, right? <laughs> yeah, man, the Peacocks, baby. <laughs> watch, watch the St. Peter's Peacocks on Peacock. There you go. We could be like pre and post game show hosts or something for them. Yeah, that's, I got I got to be rooting for them because this is my hometown. So that's awesome. I'm rooting for them too, D- dude. I put twenty five dollars. I had a boost on them, uh, uh, like a money line boost. Five plus five hundred took took me uh made me one hundred and twenty five dollars of twenty five dollars. So St. Peter's is good in my book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like I like St. Peter's. That was just kind of like a dart throw. I actually went to the high school. Oh, you did? I graduated huh? from the yeah St. Peter's High School in Jersey City. Yep. So I you graduated a, from the high school. Didn't go to the college, but you I went you to went to school. a St. Peter's High School. I my preschool through eighth grade, I went to a St. Peter's Catholic school. Oh, look at that! Say, isn't that wild? There you go. St. Peter's. Does it count St. Peter's? St. Peter's? That's a that's, that's church? Yeah. <laughs> we got all connections. <laughs> Alex, what's your connection? <laughs> Alex, what's your St. Peter's connection? I don't think I have one. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo, you're not allowed on the pregame show. <laughs> <laughs> We'll call it the St. Peter's Connection. <laughs> All right, peeps, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I got All right, I'm out of here, too. I got work tomorrow. I'm out of here. Uh, fuck work. Yeah, right. I, I wish. 
know. <laughs> All right, later, guys. It was nice talking to you guys for a minute. Sorry, yeah. I was running behind. I woke up and I was on the clock, like literally. Right, I woke up from a nap and I looked, checked the app, and I was like, "Okay, Corbin Burns, there we go." Perfect. Solid no pick. Thought. Just waking up. Yeah, I literally woke up and just drafted Corbin Burns. I was like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> I had a lot of ribs this afternoon. <laughs> All right. Later, people. Later. All right. Later, guys. Have a good night. You too. See ya.